World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 13th of November, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am Daxa. I am Gwenora. And Grail has the plague. Yes, he does. Yes. Or at yes. least he claims. Is, is the plague related to lots of beer last night? Uh, no, the plague is is related to lots of tissue this morning. Oh. oh. So he's like, so, actually. So basically yeah. he'd come over and he'd go. Yeah. <laughs> all over the air. <laughs> he decided to be nice and not get us sick. You so. wisely fled yeah, the scene. Exactly. Nice. This is not an accident, kids. Kids, don't do drugs. That's all. That's That's really all I'm saying is don't do drugs. Welcome to another fine edition of Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Yes, we have returned after a one-week hiatus for, I forget what re- Oh, yes. Was it really? Flaming only- Server. Yes, uh, yes, I remember that. That one was my fault. And was that really only one week? Isn't it always your fault? I thought it was more than Cause that. Because I'm the only one who's ever learned how to run the rig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's all my fault. Exactly. Actually, no matter what, it's your fault. We've established that. <laughs> I love you. You're pretty. I, I love you too, but the reality is that that uh, the gland has gone off. Oh heck yeah! I mean, the child was completely silent and sedate in the care of BBKF. Now I said it right that time instead of the way I titled the episode. Right there, uh, Gwen. BDKF. BBKF. BBKF. And and we're getting her a new name. Because if you look at the Today. actual episode that I, I saw that. It. I didn't I get it. may have transposed the occasional yes. phonetic. As a matter of fact, you did, because it shows up on the website as BBFK. <laughs> and we were getting posts on the Facebook page as to, um, you know, I'm really racking my brains here, and I don't get what I BBFK is. <laughs> and I posted on there and said, yeah, no wise isn't. <clears throat> no. BBKF. Successful uh, troll. But yes, yes. Yes. Successful. Yes. But we have several examples of, of no wise's 
typing skills? And 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 clock errors and things like that that have occurred recently. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I told error? you originally oh, yes. Oh, yes. The clock error. <laughs> that it moved it to a clock so, and you looked yes. at me and said, No, it's noon. Yes. And so I said, I call Okay. Him, so I call him like Friday. Mm-hmm. When and I was I, heading up to the secret mountain lair. Right. And, and I didn't realize you were heading up to the secret mountain lair. <laughs> and I said, So we have a time change. So what time's the show at? <laughs> Uh, it says the show's at 2, right? I think that's what I said. Yeah. And you said, no, it's at 12. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. It's at 12. <laughs> so I'm driving over here, having left the Fountain Hills Arts and Craft Festival after only an hour. <laughs> and but was, you're not bitter. And, no, not at all. And was dry, because I did score a really, cool, a really cool limited edition print from... This guy up there was fully matted and everything, and it was, he was, normally sells, it's a 16 by 20 with the Ooh, matting and everything, pretty. and it was normally $85, and I got it for 40 bucks. Well, what was awesome. it? Of- it's a saguaro cactus, a very large saguaro cactus uh-huh. with lots of arms, and it's a time, f- he's got the, it's at night, the cactus is forelit, and behind him is lightning from a monsoon storm. Oh, oh. And it's in sepia, it's cool. in black and white, basically, mm-hmm. it's Awesome. Oh, nice. Because it was one of the first booths that we saw. I went up there with my parents and the girlfriend, who shall be named later. Um, who shall be named later. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as in the player to be named later, the girlfriend yes. to be named later. Well, right now she's uh, Nemesis Wrangler. Well, yes. she is Nemesis Wrangler right now, but I'm not yes. sure she's going to be happy with that, although she's having way too much fun right now. Yeah. Um, so it was one of the first booths I saw. Anyways, so I, bought, I did get that, so it wasn't a total loss. But, yes, I was driving my way down here, and all of a sudden, with... The girlfriend to be named later, and the phone rings, and it's you. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, and it's like twelve. It's like eleven fifty-five, and I'm and I answer the phone. I'm on my way, and he he, he says to me, um, yeah, um, <laughs> about that, about that. Um, this show's really a two. And the natural response from the Gwinnor United. I'm going to slay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So weren't you going to kick him when you got here? Yeah, I did say something about <laughs> kicking him where it hurts. I, no, actually, I think you said just in the shin, and, unless he's moved something that I'm not aware of. But not that I'm aware of. No. Okay. okay. Um, so, I, actually, I said kick. I didn't really specify where because I wanted to leave my options <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. So, he's just hoping. Do the head. He's just hoping yes, that it's the shins. it's in the shins. So, yes. then we went to Jimmy John's for lunch. <laughs> then we went to Pets Inc. and treated it like a small zoo. <laughs> And just looked at all the fish. It's a petting zoo. Yes. They had a mantis shrimp down there. It was really cool. I did the same thing this morning. I called him and I'm like, hey, so she'll, sit, she'll change, right? He goes, yeah, it's at noon. I'm like, um, Grail says it's at two. And he's all like. Yeah, there is that. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's at two. <laughs> okay. So soapbox time. That would explain why I get the phone call. All you weird people who still cling in this post-industrial society <laughs> to this agrarian society thing we came up with that never did ever what it was intended to do. S- yeah. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> let, let Arizona lead the way. We're not the only ones. There's, like there's a couple or, more. There's a couple other states. There's actually, even within states, I there's, say, some, there's some counties that don't do it because they're was, smart. I was going to say Indiana is one of them, I think. Where we do not participate oh God. in the absurdity of... Nemesis just found the grapes. Oh, God. Daylight saving time. I can think of worse things for him to eat. Okay. This is true. He will eat the that entire grapes. container. Of grapes. Of grapes. That pound and a half. He will eat a pound and a half of grapes in one shot. 
Because that's how he that's, rolls. That's a lot of grapes. That is how he rolls. And then he gets to some sour stomach. At least it's not cake. Throws up, doesn't he? No. Oh, really? No. Huh. no. He's already had the sour stomach and thrown up today. But he oh, comes with is, the, you know, concussion. Well, this is true. He's hungry now. So when all of you do your strange spring forward and fall back, that means the time we have to get together to have Actually, our show go out at the time that you are expecting it. Half I mean, of the year. When they all speak their crazy moon language. Yes. Oh, I should have that See? one. See? That's very appropriate. It is. I he's off can't read your crazy moon language! Because he's two hours behind everybody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> like, like one hour out yeah, there. He's an, he's an hour out in the Pacific. Here we go, a-hole! Anytime, baby, anytime. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> I could do this all oh, day. Oh gosh! But yes, so. yeah. I think we should stop that. Seriously, what's what's the point? Just stop. Yeah, I don't. Oh, know they his, took, I don't know. Is oh, daylight saving? Oh, 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 they took my freaking kidney. Stop. Bad. I'm just having fun with it. I think that. Uh, I think that daylight savings is pretty much useless these days. If yeah. anybody actually knows a reason. Why there is this. some functionality to daylight savings? I, I you have something gives people an ironclad excuse twice a year to be well once a year to be late for work <gasps> by an hour. Okay, because I actually use that excuse because I, even living here, because I had an alarm clock that automatically adjusted for daylight savings time. Your alarm clock is retarded, and it it was, and it automatically adjusted for daylight savings time in Arizona. And so I woke up and looked at the thing and went, hey, I'm on time. No problem. Hey, this is all good. And da, da, da. And was driving to work and actually got a phone call. Where are you? Excuse me. Actually, then I looked at the clock in my truck and went, oh, what's wrong with that picture? Looked at the watch on my wrist. Uh-oh, this might be a small problem. And then the phone went, <laughs> where are you? Um, I'm driving into work. What happened? I'll explain it when I get there. This is when I was working for the military, too, so it was kind of Ooh. a big deal. Ooh. Yeah, it was kind of not a good Fat, thing. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so somebody, I fortunately, the, I wasn't the only person who'd had that problem, and all of our excuses were exactly the same, and neither one of us had the other's phone number. So it actually worked out really well because it was like, um, my clock is on daylight savings time. My alarm clock is, and it automatically switched. And Please don't kill me. That's why I'm an hour late. And they went, you know, you're the third person who said that today. And I'm like, well, then it must be true because we're not all that dumb. <laughs> or and you we are. Weren't. <laughs> and we weren't either. And they were like, I'm like, and I don't think we're smart enough to con- I'll come up with the exact same excuse on the exact same day. She's like, no, I know you're not. So, because the other two people were people that I don't hang, didn't hang out with at all. So it was actually interesting. So, um, we had uh, speaking of people being a late to work, we had a, a very interesting um, experience on Thursday morning in uh, Phoenix City traffic. Mm. Um, I haven't driven. We had weeks. a. Uh, oh, was this the fatality? Unfortunately, well, yes, there was a fatality. They had it was a spectacular um, one. Yes, it was That's incredibly spectacular. We had a milk truck, big eighteen wheeler tanker, that rear-ended a fuel truck. Ooh. No, no, it was, it was a fuel byproduct truck. It yes, yes, yes. It was a diesel byproduct, but um, rear-ended also, him. Also with, a tanker. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a tanker. Um, just on the 10-202 interchange. Oh, wow. And That's it exploded big. into um, into flames. And, you know... Milky flames. Huge. And Nasty, burned something like, something like 7,700 gallons 
um, burning on the asphalt, which of course then the oh, asphalt catches yeah, fire, of course, <laughs> and melts because it's and made with petroleum byproducts. Exactly, right. which cause it. You put more petroleum byproducts on top of asphalt, it tends to eat into the asphalt. And, any any petroleum you know, product that's more refined than tar eats the tar. Yes. Right. So it uh, it actually um, burned the freeway <laughs> for almost a day. And shut the freeway down. It took them like four hours to get it out. Shut the freeway down for a day and a half. Well, also, anytime um, that there's a traffic fatality, it gets closed for the investigation. Yes, right. Right. for several right. hours. Right. So it was a big old hairy furball. And, and it was a major, major interchange. So it created like ripples across the valley. So literally people were wandering in like two hours late. Because I was trapped in I don't know what. Yeah. There was something it going was on. It was on fire. Yep. Interesting. And so that was, yeah, that was a, uh, it was a big deal. Um, Good drugs, apparently. (laughs) Good drugs, yes. (laughs) Taxes recovering. Indeed. (laughs) But I digress. Oh my goodness. So wait, we missed last week because of server failure. Mm -hmm. What happened the week before that? We had a show. Yeah, only Grail was here. Grail and 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 Gnome. Gnome because I was still not ready to come back. So. Right, and I was out doing things. I remember yeah. I had the kids and was out what, at the mall I don't and stuff. Remember what I was you were probably you were avoiding us. No, I don't. No, it wasn't fishing. That. It wasn't it was that reserve weekend? Well, that was last weekend. Then I don't know. Were, you up, were you up north the one before? No, because I thought the one before I did the show because it was Maybe you. you no, and you've been gone for three shows. Oh no, no I haven't. you haven't. I've been gone no, for three yeah, shows. you were. You've been gone yeah. for three. It was shows. You and me, Grail. No, Grail wasn't here. It was you and me. It was you and I, basically, and your wife. Yes, because oh, yeah, that, that, that was the yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. BB. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, you were week before that. Last. Was the okay. Nickname for my girlfriend that I refused to say. Yes, that was. You yes. were the one that suggested it. No, actually, no, I was no. not. Actually, it was you oh, who no, suggested. No, it oh no, it did Black come from Black the IRC. It, yeah, Black Void. Yeah, no. Someone in here, it's your rocks. fault. That's it. Yeah. Yes. We love you for it, by the way. I'm don't don't stop. Keep them coming. It. I'm blaming you for it, and I'm blaming our... I'm Someone going who's to dropping you haven't played yet. All of you. I'm going <laughs> to... Stop it. Which one? On the, on the good side, oh. your girlfriend did watch Jay and Silent Bob to figure it out. No, she fast-forwarded through it. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, let's watch it, because that's a really, really, really... Even... That's a, good yeah. that's a really, really funny... It's profane as heck, well, but... Yeah. It's a really funny movie. So I was going to say, well, watch it. She didn't want to do that, so she went to Netflix and fast-forward all the way through it and figured out what it <laughs> meant. <laughs> yes, actually, the text messages that I got regarding it were actually quite amusing. Bad. <laughs> Bad and I, boyfriend. And, I, and yes, and yeah, I was... No, be, no, not by bad, bad boyfriend, because I was bad boyfriend. denying responsibility, which was correct. <laughs> I was, it was bad boyfriend's friends. She, she was because really there's a certain IRC host connected to a beard named Reginald that was responsible as well. And oh, he, that's right. That Barry threw, did vote it in. That I threw right under the bus when he was on on Skype. Yes, indeed. I told him it was. His <laughs> put fault. the bus in reverse. As a matter of fact, I, I saw him on World. Of, I saw him on World of Warcraft on on WoW later because I was in chatting with some people. And, uh, and yeah, he went right underneath. I'm going to go to hell when I die. Exactly right. So let me ask this. Um, we got a release date on Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yep. December 20th. 
Mm-hmm. And oh, betas! By the way, everyone mm-hmm. who signed up for the beta uh-huh. um, should have received an email saying that you will be in the last beta. So at least um, get a taste. You sh- to, so you can at least get a taste. And they haven't released the date of the beta, but the email should have gone out like two days ago. Okay. So check your spam because well, I, I, you signed I've up got, for it. I've gotten a whole bunch of emails from them that I haven't actually been able to. It's Old Republic, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That I haven't actually been able to um, read yet because work's been lots. Yeah. Good. Oh my god. Well, a fair few of those are probably fake and phishing emails. So be careful. I got an yeah. amazing phishing text. 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 Okay. An amazing phishing text that was telling me that I had been selected to. Uh, beta test mm-hmm. the iPad 3. <laughs> ah. That's clever, actually. Uh-huh. On my That's iPhone good. 4. And um, and that a certain number of people who had been selected to beta test would be allowed to keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I was like... If you could believe that, I got a bridge to sell This is you. a fishing expedition, yep. <laughs> if ever I have seen one. And now... What, wait, what did they want? They they well you had to text them back and yeah. you had and to begin go, the process and begin of the process of giving them all your information. All your information. Oh. Yes, it should so. be the, the email should come from Star Wars. Well, it should come from the Old Republic community, and it says you. It should say you have been selected to test Star Wars: The Old Republic. Um, and basically, once you read it, it says that everyone who had signed up will get this last weekend to kind of test it out, see what you think, and. Uh, for those of you who haven't pre-ordered, probably go out and pre-order. So the um, yeah. no, I'm not going to. S- yeah, so we're going to wait to see it. Going to wait to see it first. No, I'm going to wait until they make a Mac version. Damn it! Oh, oh there is yeah. that. Because yes. it says PC digital download. Yep. PC co- PC digital download for the deluxe digital edition and the collector's edition. PC PC PC. Um, no, <laughs> I don't. Think so. Let's see. System requirements. We're going to owe her money at the end. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right? Windows XP Vista Seven. Yeah, not. I don't think uh, so. Sorry, you guys have fun playing it because I'm not playing it till they come out with a Mac so version. Seeing where we're most of the way out to our first thing, I should probably acknowledge our producer. Oh, oh yes, we oh, should. Yeah. We talk to him. I've been trying to get you to do that for like ten minutes now, dropping you hints. Really? Yes. Huh. They weren't good hints because I wasn't getting them either. Oh, because I said something about <laughs> mentioning Barry and his good Reginald, and you completely ignored that fact. So well, sorry, Barry. I was trying. For in you, my dude. IRC client, for some reason, my scroll bar got pushed down slightly and had clipped him off the list. So I thought he wasn't present, and I'm like, scroll. oh no! Oh look, there's Barry. He just said something about it. So if you yeah. are joining us live, and you should be, <laughs> our IRC rep, come producer, the. Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. Please, if you have something to bring to our attention during the show, do not send personal messages directly to the hosts. You will be summarily ignored, and we may smite you. It's entirely possible. Please send your PMs to the aforementioned Barry Von Awesome in the IRC channel, and he will bring them to our attention. And we thank you. And, you know, maybe next time we'll do it before halfway through the damn show. Hey, we're not halfway through yet. We're only a quarter of the way in. Or at the end of the show. Whatever. Jeez. Exaggeration (laughs) for comedic effect. (laughs) Deus Ex had a question that I would like to address. Uh He wanted to know if we could name Gwenora's girlfriend Exterminatus. He needs to tell us why. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is not something you want to find out. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 he's saying. Wait, he doesn't need to tell us why. He needs to tell me why. Ah. Uh, so we'll wait the 45 seconds and we'll get back to that topic <laughs> yes, a little later. We will. Is yes. Copy naked yet? 
Uh, no, was, she is okay, not. This, remember, the entirety of Show X was spent um, trying to get her naked. Just saying. In the video wall. At which point we said we have hit rock bottom. Yep. Yeah. And we have commented <sighs> that the end of Western civilization has begun. Yet again. Again. Okay. Plus, I'm I have real... something out of the black void here. Uh-oh. Um, Nomrath. Okay. Says, the beard. That reminds me. I was driving the other day about 10 miles north of me. Was one of those pedestrian bridges with cups jammed in the fence to display a message, and I have one of those stories too. Mm-hmm. The message: message fear, fear the, the beard. beard. Reginald lives. Appar- apparently, it does. Um, I was driving uh, eastbound on the sixty about a month and a half ago, and um, same kind of deal. Little cups. Same kind of deal. It was at like Mill Avenue or something like that. Okay. And I'm just saying because I already know what kind of reaction I'm going to get out of Nome. Okay. And it said. And it's and it said, "I am not kidding. You have lost the game." No, I was probably the only <laughs> person on awesome. the freeway who was like, "Damn it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen!" I, I totally got it. It was hilarious. I was like, "Oh my god, that's so!" I'm like, I, I should drive back around and take a picture of it because that's like, the, and it was with the little styrofoam cups. It was great. I was like, oh, "That is the coolest thing I've ever seen today." Yep. And now I have to say it. I just lost. The yes, game. I just. Yeah. I was like, "Oh man!" But it was funny as heck. So. Yeah. Uh, Verve Man is owning the uh, suggestion of BBKF for uh, the arch nemesis Wrangler in the uh, next film. Yeah, is that him? May, okay. may well. be smited awesomely. So, um, so I have to describe epic, right before we go epic, to our that's better. go to our music break. I have to uh, I, I have to describe the two things that happened today. Hit it. The 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 first was that arch nemesis um, or excuse me nemesis mm-hmm. fell backwards. And cut his head open, which uh, bled like a head wound. Of course. Um, Little tiny cut. Yep. Lots and lots of lots blood. Of um, and then as they were driving back down from the mountain lair, um, proceeded to throw up all over my Lexus. With, yeah. the, oh, with the leather seats. Um, luckily, he is okay, which mm-hmm. is the first order of concern. That turns out that was just food that his stomach wasn't used to. And just right. regular car sickness, not a concussion. Not fracture. a concussion. Yeah. yeah. Um, my car is not so much. And then it's clean. It just needs to be more clean. Um, and then, then um, we arch nemesis put her upstairs for her nap. And about fifteen minutes after she goes down for her nap, um, Nomise hears this great thump, big loud thump on the floor, and a little ah. He thinks it's nemesis waking his sister up. Uh-huh. Right, so he, Nemesis won't cop to it. Nemesis is like, wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. Nomise goes back in. No more sounds from upstairs. The next thing we realize, Arch Nemesis is at the bottom of the stairs at the gate. <laughs> let me out! Let me out! Let me out! Screaming her head off, she threw herself out of her crib, <laughs> opened up the door. No, no, no! She threw herself out of the crib. That was her, the thud. Got all of her toys out. Played for a while. Played for a little while upstairs with all of her toys in her room. Opened, opened her, her door, door and scooted down the stairs. Ah, you guys are screwed. There's a lock, and on, then, her. There's and a then, lock on her door now. And then <laughs> crawl downstairs. So, so the the chase is on. Is thoroughly on now. Nice. It was on because she, you know, the minute you open the back door into the garage and you put the garage door up, she runs straight for the street. Mm-hmm. See, so run right after her and pick her up before she runs into the street. Yeah. Um, but yes, Arch Nemesis is copy a ninja in training. Yes. Uh, no training. Um, she's a ninja. Ooh. No, no, because she's still loud. Yes, oh, she is true. loud. She is Ninjas loud. are she's silent. Loud. Well, hence the whole in training so. tag. Yeah. Speaking of yep. ninja, okay. I have a congrats to two friends of mine. 
and C, I'm just going to call them C and V for now. <laughs> they um, are having a baby. They've been trying for a while. Awesome. So they're having a baby. And the coolest thing about the baby is they're having a ninja baby. Do you know how you know they're having a ninja baby? Because they saw they showed us the little sonogram. Right. And you can see the little hands. You can see the little feet. You can see the little body. And it's got a headband. A headband on it. So you could just imagine this little baby coming out and then just tying this little headband <laughs> and going, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> so we should name him Stormageddon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing Ruler in the world. Little headband. Oh, Weird. Look. What? So, yes, the games... Carol and Dax are playing each other in fantasy football. Please score 160 points on each other. I'm trying. I'm trying. But You're up did by you see? Austin like is out. Who? Austin. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, he's out. By the way, we have to talk before you leave about uh, okay, fantasy no. football. Because I have a toilet bowl trophy at my house that we have oh, yeah. to name. It's going to Jamie. Oh, I know it is. And we have to talk about <laughs> we have to talk about that, too. Yes. You know, do you, would you guys like to know who has the number one record in our fantasy league right now? That would be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could guess just from the tone of voice. Only because you got a, <laughs> only because you got a tie. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Careface? <laughs> you, ski, you look like you care. I, I, I care so much I'm going to start throwing things at her in a minute. <laughs> Let's never, ever do this, dear. All in good fun. It is fun. We just oh, yeah. Just nobody, totally looks just nobody communicates at, any, at anything. So, yeah, we have to talk about what we're naming the trophy. Because, you got because it. yeah, I have this thing and I have to get it engraved. And yeah, and I still have to get it engraved with the winners, our Stanley Cup-type trophy with the oh, winners from last year. Yes, you do so need to do that. I'll do that. So On the upside, Arch Nemesis was smart enough. To not kill herself on the stairs. Yes, she navigated down the stairs. Without us really noticing her. Without us noticing it at all. She probably went down backwards. She's a smart yeah, girl. Yeah, she just lowered herself yeah. down yeah. Step, by step, step by step backwards. Yep, that's what she did. Good that girl. story could have had a very different ending, and I'm glad it's not. Yes. Yeah. Now, countermeasures are in place. So I'm going to be lowering her mattress later, and there's already a lock oh. on the door. So. Nice. One further announcement. You know... Um, this old adage, you, you, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and, and maybe you can't teach old people about the internet. Um, oh, God. Yeah. I, I, my, need find, I need to find a drop-in for this. My 80-year-old father, who mm. went out and um, started dating on eHarmony. Ooh, yes, I remember that. Yet, is getting married. Shush. Really? Really. Getting married. Wow, that's a big step. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's interesting. When is this happy day? I have no idea. Good news, everyone! Interesting. (laughs) I have no clue. He, he, uh, he calls me up. I asked him how his visit was with the, the woman that he's dating. She's a young one. She's 67. Oh. Um. Cradle robber. And he is. (laughs) And, um, and, uh, he says, well, we've come to an agreement. We're getting married. Wow. Wow. And, and, and I said, okay. Although the joke was he agreed with her that that uh, any children from the marriage could be raised in the Catholic Church. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. It was too funny. That ain't right, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> And with that... <laughs> and with that... Oh, yeah. No! 
Segway. Yeah. I'm sorry. Those were the three interesting things that happened to me this weekend. <laughs> I've got quite a few, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait on mine. Mine are later. Okay. Already then. <laughs> Are they gaming or technology related? <laughs> yes, most awesome. of them are. <laughs> Wonderful. I need to hear more. Anyway, you are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio. You can find us on the web at www.vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or click on the ad on the <laughs> left-hand side of our homepage. We shall return right after this week's episode of Northrend News from Yay. the wonderful and powerful and still needs to send her shipping address to us because she won the swag bag, yeah, Amelia Overbay Day, because she's not only a content contributor, she is a donator. So she just kind of rocks on every single possible level. She's also a, a frequent co-host over on Show X. No? I'm worried. Yeah. yeah you should okay. be. Alrighty. So, we have episode number 72. Where's Arthas when you need him? We shall return right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Welcome to Northrend News, a proud partner of Casually Hardcore on btwproductions.com. In an unprecedented event at Northrend News, today's headlines have made our reporting staff kind of sick. Achoo! What's the matter, Vixen? They're... <laughs> They're redesigning Skolomance. Skolomance? Skolomance? You mean that large, sprawling mausoleum in the middle of the water in western Plaguelands? I never liked it in there. It gave me the shivers. And the latent magical energies there wreaked havoc on my engineering equipment. <laughs> there, there, Vixen. All good things must come to an end. Even the ultra-sleek Mega Blaster Ice Rail Cannons. And those were supposed to be the best guns ever created. But what do those pandas have against the undead, huh? What did the fine folk of the Western Plaguelands ever do to them? Pandaren, Vixen. They're called Pandaren. Vixen and Blinky aren't the only ones with conflicting opinions about the renovation of one of Azeroth's most iconic dungeons. Scourge representatives have filed several complaints with Blizzard Legal, ranging from unfair pay cuts to violation of undead minion service contracts to lack of hazard pay in the area's new construction zones. Representatives from Blizzard have thus far declined to comment. 
In the wake of the rather unexpected changes now occurring all over Caradero, the necromancers from the nefarious school have swarmed the offices of the Kirintor, attempting to gain new employment among Dalaran's mages. But Archmage Ronan has firmly shut the city portals and issued a no-admittance policy among the city's larger inns and transportation hubs. We've come too far to allow this city to fall into the hands of scourge agents. How do we know these renovations in Skolomance aren't just a ploy by the Lich King's minions to set up a spy network within our city? But if the lines of unemployed liches, zombies, and skeletal warriors now lining the streets of Cardaro are any indication, this sudden change of plans has caught the Scourge off guard, too. I suppose it was inevitable. Says Lich King, Bolvar Fordragon. With the coming of the Cataclysm and this new announcement about Pandaria, the Scourges aren't taken seriously anymore. Several attempts have been made recently to improve public opinion of Northrend's Undead, from the Fear is Here poster campaign to the critically acclaimed Sholazar Basin School landscape painting series featured in the entrance hall of Icecrown Citadel. But unfortunately, both of these measures occurred during Hallow's End, when the majority of Azeroth was occupied with stink bombs, candy, and burning Wickerman effigies of Garage Hellscream. Mr. Fordragon assured our reporters that he did, in fact, have plans for the renewal of the Scourge, but declined at this time to say anything specific. Meanwhile, Northrend News reporters have joined a candlelight vigil outside Cardero as the adventurers of Azeroth come together either to mourn the passing of one of the world's greatest undead powerhouses or to celebrate the fact that they'll no longer have to take on Lady Jandis Barov's magic-immune zombies. From the glaciers of Northrend to the mists of Pandaria, this is Northrend News. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio once Gwenora gets his cans on and realizes that the music has started. <laughs> Actually, it was you waving at me frantically. Well, because you were talking. <laughs> Hello, I want the key, of the mic, and we are professionals, and we'll fix it. We please. are. Don't make me come over there. When did we become professionals? I hate you all so much. But anyway, no, you really I know, don't. I, well, actually, I shouldn't say that because I can. Tr- I can tell you the moment I became a professional. Do. The exact moment? The exact moment. Don't you have to get paid for it to be a professional? Was, you do. Well, there is that. Okay, <laughs> that aside from that minor detail, let's, I'm, I'm b- deliberately ignoring that. No, it was when I was at Phoenix Comic Con earlier this year. Ah. When I faded out for John Scalzi and mm-hmm. then faded back in and Barry said, Mike did, or uh, Gwen did that like a pro. You oh. See, I was a professional Whatever. at that moment. Uh-huh. That's, uh-huh. You were uh-huh. like a professional at that moment. And then I, <laughs> then I descended back into rank amateurship. No, you're an amateur of Olympic standards. Oh, there we go. I like that. That's good. Not Speaking that, of... Not that they have those restrictions reminds, It reminds me of the... Uh, Olympic standards. It reminds me Olympic of the Calvin, and, the Calvin and Hobbes joke where he's Which in one? school. And he gets... Or the strip and he gets asked, what's a pronoun? And he goes, a noun that's lost its amateur status. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh every time I think about that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, another good one. That sounds like something one of my kids will say in school. Oh, Nemesis is Calvin. I mean, we are, we've already established this. I, mean, I can see him doing the Calvin thing in school yeah. of... Daydreaming about dinosaurs, and the teacher says, Calvin, we're studying geography. What state do you live in? Denial. (laughs) (laughs) The teacher's like, I can't argue with that. Okay, you're right. (laughs) Well, speaking, one of my stories actually has to do with amateur and professionals yesterday. So yesterday, the first time I've been out for three weeks, 
out of the house. So I finally, um, I promised my friends that, you know, my friends, the pubes, the ones that we uh, played. Oh, yes, the, the ones, pubes. The band that we played on. Um, Say it CH, with us. The, the pubes. pubes. So we, um, they were doing their first video yesterday, their first video for their song, and they decided to do it. <laughs> On the last song I played on the show, do you remember what the last song I played on the show was called? Mm, not clearly, no. Camel Toe. Ah, oh, yes, indeed. So they did high class operation that we are. High class operation. We are, <laughs> uh, we are a professional. Something. So they decided to do their video on Camel Toe, and um, you know, they wanted a lot of their friends in their first video, so they asked us all to go to two places: a coffee shop and then a bar that they play at usually. So there's a couple of scenes. But the scenes, I cannot wait to see the video. They're freaking hilarious because, I mean, obviously, it's about you. Hello, Camel Toe. But both male and female. And the first scene we did. (laughs) Yeah, don't go. Dude, seriously, don't go there. We did was at a coffee shop. <coughs> Don't. So we're all sitting at a coffee shop, and if you listen to the song, a guy walks in the coffee shop with the spiker shorts, and you can't not not look. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they've got great friends because let me tell you the way. See, that's so not, that's guy- not camel toe. That's banana hammock. <laughs> oh. That's a whole other. No, thing. he was wearing green bicycle shorts, and they had a prosthetic. Oh God. <laughs> Like from Fascinations Adult Fun Store kind of Oh, it was, it was just hilarious. Dirk Diggler, so, call online too. Yeah, Dirk Diggler, call exactly. online too. Dax, so, you're going to hurt yourself laughing. I'm going to hurt day. myself laughing. I know my stomach hurts. Okay, so, um, so we did that portion, which was really, really fun. And then we went over to the bar and did the, the rest of the portion where it was uh, the, girl, girl, the girl portion. So they had all these girls in spandex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. pulled up all the way as high as they could and um i you know Ow. i i helped them out a little because obviously nobody wants to know who they are you get you get a stage name on the video so you get to put your stage name on there so um we i brought Lily a bunch Von of wigs <laughs> i bought a bunch of wigs and makeup and they got all that done but oh i can't wait to see it as soon as it comes out you guys i have to show it to you guys it is so freaking hilarious. You're hurting my brain. She said, I got wigs. My brain went to camel toe wigs. What? No. Well, Isn't that a, a, nobody, a, a Merkin? Okay, if you're wearing these tight spandex pulled up to you, who knows where, do you want people to know who you are? Oh, hell no. Hence the wig and the makeup. Unless I'm the guy with the uh, appliance, then <laughs> well, I want yeah, everyone yeah. to know. Like, Check me out. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. And then anyway. you buy a giant truck that makes very, very loud noises. And then everyone knows. Exactly. <laughs> So then the problem was, is it had been the first day I had gone out for three weeks. So it, there was a lot of sitting and then I would do something for two minutes and then I would sit and nap and then I would do something for like two minutes. She's going to take a little nap now. And I'd be like, okay, guys, you wake me up when you need me again. And I'd go back to sleep. But it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait to see it. Welcome back to the world. Yes. yes. I'm really not looking forward to seeing that video. The pubes. It's freaking funny. You've got to see it. The appliance. I, I'm <laughs> I'm literally speechless. There's a prosthetic. This is, this is the point. Possibly American. <laughs> this is the point where I realize exactly how innocent I still am at 41. I love you. You're pretty. That's amazing to me. It's one of the things I love about you and attempt to fix at every possible occasion. 
what part of the song is you're trying not to look, but it's hard not to look when it's that obvious? It's That's a car part of the song. Accident on exactly. The edge of the so everyone he's walking by, and everyone in the coffee shop is like open mouth, going like, "What the heck?" You know, it's really funny. I'll show it to you guys as soon as it comes out. It'll be Gwen great. has a very wicked look on his face. I'm a little worried. No, actually, I'm amused by the fact that you're stating that it... That she's innocent? That it, you're innocent at your age, yet you were the one in college that was always insisting that we take the purity test. I never won. I never got the lowest score. <laughs> Is that really, air quotes, winning? But um, you tried awfully hard. <laughs> what can I check off this list? <laughs> no, it's just it just I find it I find it deliciously ironic that that <sighs> life experience has caught up with me. Yeah, baby, yeah. And I've passed you. Are you sure? Uh, not entirely, but it sounds good. I will <laughs> look if you want to take that test again. I don't know. I can you tell you, I have been, I, I have lost a lot. Yeah. I have lost a lot of points since then. Yeah, I have too. <laughs> I don't want to look that closely at my life experiences. Thank you very much. I'm getting the look from the girlfriend no now. No kidding. Apparently, the race is now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. Apparently, it is. She, she's looking at you like, oh, honey, we can take him. We can totally take him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go now. Mm-hmm. So Barry wants me to put the video on Facebook, and um, I will put it on there. They have given me permission to, put your you know, face to in the book. yes, to go ahead, and if they. They say yes, the video will go on Facebook so you can look at it. Speaking of putting your face in the book, in the uh, recently know where you got that expression from. Where because it may have come from multiple sources, but where do you think I got it from? Oh, mm. Girls with slingshots. No, it was on there for the Halloween thing. They got it from Babylon Five. Babylon oh, did they? 5. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Great know that. scene where one of the major characters, played by the dearly departed Andreas Katsulas. Um, accidentally, without wanting to, became a leader of a new religion. Um, he didn't intend to create a new religion. He, he just wrote a, a really good book with some great ideas in it, and then people formed a religion around them. Nice. And he was getting really tired with all of the zealots that were following him around, and fine, said, fine, the zealot, come forward, holds open his very thick, you know, handwritten book, and the, the book it, of Jakar. Hits, hits someone says, with he, it. He says, put your face in the book. And the guy's like, what? Is that? If you believe that I am the voice of the universe telling you what to do, you must listen put to your it. Face, put your face in the, in the book. book. And the guy then he slams, forward, and then he slams oh, his they, face They the book. cut to the reaction of someone else, and you hear, Thud. <laughs> and the, the, the guy that cuts you says, here endeth the lesson. <laughs> but anyway, speaking... Hi. <laughs> I guess you never watched Babylon 5, did you? It was an awesome one. Oh, put, put your face in the book. Us and the lesson. Oh, I'm assuming that's awesome. Search, that's search YouTube. Fun. That's got to be a clip that All somebody right. has put out. But anyway. I'm officially taking the purity test. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, she's yeah, she does. She has it up. Oh, don't so. do that during the show. Section, no, seriously. Section 2, autoerotica Kiss. and monosexualism. Okay. So is anyway. It, anyways. Facebook, we in in the intervening weeks, Google Plus is oh finally God, it's, its own website. Oh my God, <laughs> sorry. <sighs> this we, is the two hundred question Google version. Google Plus has finally allowed the creation of pages for non individuals. So pr- before they had really kind of held the line of if you are not a person mm-hmm. who's putting your real info into Google Plus, we don't want you. 
Right. And they've come around with the, hey, no one's ever going to use us if we don't let organizations and Yeah, other I was going to say, that's oh, kind of oh. stupid. So they created their, their basic framework Which of kind of pages. surprises me for Google, but... They, they get, this is you know, early beta for this product, so... And they don't want it to get out of control with the 1,000 million apps that spam <laughs> you all the time, like Facebook does. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people hate about Facebook. Google Plus wants to be the alternative, so they're being really circumspect about releasing the API out to developers... And so we have our, there's a Google Plus page for the Versus the World Productions, and there are Google Plus pages for the various shows in place. They don't do anything interesting yet because Google has not released the API, so there are no tools for automatically posting our information there. I simply do not have the time to manually update every single Google Plus page. But if you want to add us to circles on there in preparation for the day where we do get it included in our automatic announcements. Because right now, whenever there's something new on the site, it shows up on the front page. You can get it via Twitter, Twitter Google. Google. Now, oh, no, not, not Google. Not Google Facebook. Plus, Facebook. Um, so whichever method you prefer, you pick the one you like, and you will get the info. You'll know when shows go live. You will know when shows get posted to their archives. You'll know when there's articles posted on the front page. I've recently rejiggered the front page so that much more interesting content will flow. Whenever there's anything new on the site, <coughs> it will flow through the front page. So if you follow nothing else, you can follow cool. the front page, and you'll get all the, the show podcast announcements plus any announcements that get posted, and things like Natural 20s uh, game reviews and such. Uh, oh, nice. So follow that Sweet. to your heart's content. And I will let you know via post on the, fr- on the aforementioned front page when our Google Plus pages actually do something worthwhile. But they're there if you want to start following us now in preparation for that day when things start working properly. We're just not doing much with it at it's this new. point. Yeah, it's, it's brand, brand new. new so. And it has to be updated completely by hand at the moment. Okay. And um, I'm totally reliant on the automation that, that I've yeah, created. Yeah, it's so nice. It's very I'm nice. I'm very lazy that way. Yeah. I put the work in on the front end so I never have to do it again. Exactly. So as soon as someone creates a widget that will let me post from RSS into Google Plus in an automated fashion like I do everything else, and I'll be on that like hair on a gorilla. And then we'll be there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. So shout out to uh, any uh, amateur radio, ham radio nerds that may be amongst our uh, listeners. Uh, spent the, a good portion of the secret mountain lair up there with uh, Gwenora and my Elmer, W7GNP, Jim. And we deployed an IRLP node, which is the Internet Radio Linking Project. Okay. And if you are a ham and you know about IRLP, if you don't, go to IRLP.net and read up on it because it's really neat. But if you do know how to use IRLP, why don't you dial up the shiny new Clay Springs, yeah, Clay Springs Arizona IRLP node. It is node 7589. And say hi to Jim up there, W7GNP. Um, he's the most likely contact you're going to get because it's sitting in the middle of his property and he's listening uh-huh. all the time. And tell him that uh, W1VTW sent you and he will know what's going on. And yes, that's actually my call sign. What? Why, yes, it is. Okay, no, that's a good call sign. Whiskey one, Victor Tango Whiskey. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about whiskey tangos and whiskeys and victors and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I just watched again? Uh-huh. Dollhouse. Ah. I watched the entire I series again. Yeah. Well. Dude, yep. three weeks off. I can't. You, I got a plethora mm-hmm. of games and stuff I did, but 
Um, yeah, I just watched that whole thing again, and God, I really, really loved it. I it was a really, really it was awesome such show. A sh- great show. Well, in typical Joss Whedon fashion, the things that got omitted were the things that could have saved the show. So when you go back and watch it, mm-hmm. you get the end of season one, and you uh-huh. get to watch Epitaph One. Yes, that was good. Which, if you'd never watched it, it was this interesting concept and i've seen this done in comics once before where they had a really interesting concept that they, they did episode or issue one two three four five six twenty three yes eight nine ten eleven and yeah. they, they just published and you just had this one issue glimpse into the future where things were wildly different and then it dropped you back into the original continuity that's what epitaph one did yeah it was a jump into the future in the same world where things were well, what, how the hell? What is going yeah. on? And it added this whole depth to the storyline. Instead of the uh, weird job of the week that it seemed to be, where you'd, you'd stuff a new brain into the hot women's bodies and yeah, send them out. out to do whatever, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a glimpse into the greater picture of, oh wow, he's going somewhere completely off the reservation with this, and this is suddenly very interesting. So of course, they never broadcast it. Right. It was only available as an extra on the DVD set. So people who were watching the television version were really bored at that point because, oh, great, it's, it's like it's the new version of Monster of the Week. Great. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess, well, I guess it'll get canceled. And miraculously, it got a second season. And, and near the end of that, you got Epitaph 2. Yeah. You even more of that. But again, at the point that Epitaph 2 got broadcast, it was already canceled. Yeah. So sad. So why does, how the hell does he have this keep happening to him? The Firefly effect, they shoot the two-hour movie premiere, I know. and, and they then, start with episode two. Right. Like, who crack, smoking, what? I just, ah. Hollywood executives. <laughs> like Fox executives yeah. in particular. Fox executives. So that was one of the things I did, and oh my God, I just remembered how great, how really, really great that show was. That was such a great show. Um, also caught up on Sons of Anarchy. I don't know if you guys ever watched Sons watching. of Anarchy. I really like it. It's not something I would normally. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's violence. It's a bicycle gang. It's, it's Ron freaking motor- Roman. Wait, 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 wait. It's a motorcycle gang, not it's a bicycle a mor- gang. Well, it's a motorcycle gang. Whatever. Um, anyway, so they. Ha- I mean, it's it's just not something that I think I normally would get into, but it's really, really, really good. And of course, the leading guy is hot, so that helps. But he's um, – so I did a lot of watching of that also. I don't know. Have you guys watched anything impressive lately? I've been doing retro stuff. I saw that I was happy to see that Netflix had finally added uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Arguably the pinnacle of Star Trek on television, um, to date anyway. It was during the uh, Ron Moore era, the later half of DS9, where things you – know, they got into some seriously good storytelling. So I mined my way through that, kind of refreshed myself on that chapter in the Trek universe. And mm. I'm wondering if they'll ever limp back onto the TV screen and what form that will take. Because they're, they're never going to let the Trek franchise die completely. But uh, I think it's good that they're taking a breather TV-wise. Cause they, yeah, they were, they've they had done really, a lot. They really tapped out the uh, just the topics. And you look at Voyager... Um, and to a lesser extent, but in certain episodes and sections, to a much greater extent, Enterprise, they looked back at the 60s original series and saw how Roddenberry went after very current you know, political and mm-hmm. social 
issues. They tried to replicate that. And some of their attempts were really heavy-handed yeah. and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And made for uncomfortable watching. Yes. Some of them were quite good, but they were kind of overshadowed by the cringeworthy ones of, oh, God, did you actually do that? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Er. Um, so they, they kind of lost their way. So hopefully they're recharging their batteries and they'll find new groups of storytellers in the future. And perhaps we'll see TV series based on the Abrams reboot of the universe or... There have been some interesting ones, you know, proposed over the years from some really good people. Yeah. But I think it's good that they're kind of just, eh, Paramount's saying, let's just let it be for a while. Get the movie series going. We're still making some cash from Mr. Abrams, and then they're, they've finally gotten rolling on the next Star Trek film to be determined. Hopefully they'll maintain. They'll cut down on the lens flares a, ho- a little bit, I hope, because I, I think I still have retinal damage from watching that movie. But <laughs> I love that movie. I love the movie. The just, movie was awesome. But the lens flares. I mean, when you go back and you're, when you're kind of really keyed up to the, okay, yeah, there there is a lens flare or six in every oh, yeah. single scene <laughs> of this movie. Like, okay, guys, we get it. You're going for a realistic angle, especially with all of your CG shots. You want to pretend they were shot with an optical lens, and so lens flares happen. We get it. Just not that many happen in real life. <laughs> Back off a bit. <sighs> but anyway, but I'm not bitter. Yeah. So Netflix still very relevant tech, in my opinion, especially mm-hmm. when you're sick. I, yeah. I that was. I, oh no, yeah. it's it's. Fantastic. I've been working through in the evenings because honestly, there just isn't much on television right yeah, now. Yeah, no kidding. So I've been working through in the evenings and working through different series and shows. And I had watched all of Dollhouse and I've been going back and um, and kind of catching up on other things. And now I'm kind of going back through some of the movies. And while you're not getting the new movies, like the really big name new movies on there, you are you, you do get a huge collection of slightly older films. Right. You know, so and I'm good seeing, ones. And ones that I hadn't seen. So I caught a, uh, what was the one I watched on Halloween? A few cu- couple of years ago, Nicolas Cage did a crazy one called Season of the Witch, which was a... Uh, oh, yeah. I hate him, so I don't watch yeah, anything. It was, it was, <laughs> well, it was not really a good movie, but it was, it was fine. It was a good Halloween type film. Oh, cool. So it was... It was good for that night, you know. It yeah. kind of met the, met the theme of that evening. So, Speaking yeah. of Nick Cage, the they're doing a sequel to the Ghost Rider movie that they oh, did. Oh, yay. This one looks better. Is he still Ghost Rider? Yeah. Eh. But, mm. I don't know. they got a you know, totally different new creative team. And the, the bits I've seen, the promo bits I've seen, they're like, okay, this is more like the original source material. Mm. It is... I mean, the first one was, was fun in a candy and popcorn kind of a way. This one looks a little darker. They got a really good actor playing the devil. Um, the villain looks to be compelling. So maybe they may be able to rescue it there. We'll see. It's going to be hard. You know, they're going to be slightly overshadowed by the Avengers, but... Yeah, go. I know. Go. I can't wait to see that one. But I know our friend Roadblock is really was well, in college. Was really that was Ghostbuster. I mean Ghost Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghost Rider was his favorite favorite comic Johnny book. Blaze. So whatever. I always thought that was kind of. Eh. And and it depends on when you were reading it. Sometimes it was really campy and bad yeah and then other times other writing teams would get a hold of it and they would say okay guys we're going dark here we go because this guy is yeah when they went dark it was good yeah i liked it and that's i think they're mining that portion of the story ideas for the second movie they're going a little less campy than they did on the first one 
At the same time, it's still going to be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I know. I really don't like him. Um, I feel like he's just always Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's he's like the anti-John Lithgow to me. Cause I, I revere John Lithgow because I just like love him as an actor. And everything I've seen him in, he's always convinced me that he was the other person. Um, so Cage is the... Yeah, it's Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So there we go. Oh, Any. Dresden Files, also the other mm. one I, I watched mm. again. That's another one that's like, oh, there was so much potential here. Nothing, yeah. Very little to do with the original source material, exactly. but it was great in its own oh, right. Oh, it was amazing. And you know who You know who is in Dollhouse and in Dresden Files? Uh, guy who played Malcolm? No, no, Karen Murphy. She's a handler in Dollhouse. Oh, okay. Mm. And I didn't realize that until I was watching Dollhouse mm-hmm. and I had just seen Dresden Files and I was like, Yeah, because oh, they, they'd recast, no. they'd, they'd modified Murphy into a Hispanic lady for, with, a, with a kid right. for the TV version. Right. And, yeah, rather than the blonde, the blonde blue-eyed, right. no kid, slightly different, you know, little things. Plus, yeah, minor detail. both um, the girl from uh, Angel was in Dollhouse. You know, she was the doctor with the sliced right, up face. Uh, Amy Acker. And then the girl from um, uh, the, the, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the Terminator, was also in Dollhouse. Oh, uh, she played River. She played. Tam, no, she, uh, yeah. Summer Glau. She played the other. Uh, yeah. One for one of the. Uh, basically, the nerd for the other Dollhouse. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. that was a wacky Summer Glau. Role. That was weird, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially how that came to a conclusion. So it was like all his. He, he, you can tell the people that Joss loves because oh, they're in everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you I mean, you look out. Basically, he snuck off and, and shot a movie uh, while he was making The Avengers. So this is an interesting thing he, he's been doing is he's trying to really prove to people you don't need the major studios. So he's he did. Uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Which was awesome. Awesome. That's kind of yeah, that was amazing. Toe, toe in the water, though. And again, yeah. all, the, all mm-hmm. those people all that those are near people. and dear to yeah. his heart with a little extra Neil Patrick Harris thrown in for good measure. And he's done all the principal photography for A Midsummer's Night's Dream. And just kind of out of the blue announced it. The first indication that this was even happening was them sending out a press release saying, we have finished principal photography for A Midsummer's Night's Dream. And wow. People, and, and the industry's like, what, 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 what? Aren't you busy making the event? Yeah, but I did this too because I was able to do it really streamlined and efficiently without any help from all of you guys. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge to all you creative people out there. You can do this too. Yeah. So he's really trying to shake things up and proving to people you can do this on a low budget and have it be quality work and you don't need the studio system to do it. Yep, that's for and, sure. And the the rooting for the underdog in me goes, oh hell yes, you go, Josh. I know, I can't wait. Now we'll see what the quality of it is. But again, it's the it's the list of all the people you're used to seeing. Nathan Fillion is in there. Summer Glau is in there. All of those people, all of his normal cadre of of actors that he loves to and works well with. Yeah. And they just follow him around because he keeps giving them incredibly good gigs. Because they're such good characters. Like yeah. the characters are really good. So you get to. Pick, I have been like, corrected by the great and powerful Barry VA. Oh, what? It is much ado about nothing, not Midsummer's Night's oh, Dream. My bad. Whatever. Thank mm. you, oh great Thank and powerful you, Barry. producer. Keeping me honest, I'll fix it in post. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that you know that was an interesting thing that he has done. So like, oh yeah, I'm doing the Avengers, but also you know much ado about nothing because yeah. you know why not spare time? Eh. Yeah. yeah. Details. All right, that brings us handily to our second break. 
where we will regale you with a little Mike Furman and the <laughs> two short two short songs. We have one from Mike Furman, one from Paul and Storm, both from Wootstock 3.0. Oh my. Iolite has finished the 200 question. 200 question, yes. And God, has scored quick. a 31%. Remember, kids, lower is dirtier. All right. Yeah. And she's married to me. <laughs> Winner. Pay the line. Uh, I was talking about winner because you just did the two thumbs things. Uh-huh. My friend, our friend calls up and he goes, hey, guess who has two thumbs and just got an invite to the beta for Star Wars? <laughs> and we went, everybody. <laughs> Unless, you know, you're talking about some amputees. Like, everybody got it, dork. <laughs> Moving right along. You are, in fact... For reasons we have yet to determine, we do have top scientists working on the problem. Listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Visit the website, click on the Shows tab at the top of the page. Check out all the fine shows. You will be glad that the, you did. You should see some new arrivals there in the form of the No Excuses podcast and prior to them, Indeed podcast. New kids on the block, developing talent, listen to them, subscribe to them, make them feel warm, fuzzy, loved, and eh, welcomed. We shall return right after this musical interlude. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high-availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Uh, this is Turf Surf from the incredible podcast of Amazing Awesomeness, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. This is a very important song to me, I hope that's very soon a very important song to you, too. Here we go. (laughs) That's where we are. Now follow along. Monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, duck, monkey, duck, chicken, duck, monkey, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, duck, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, duck, monkey, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck. Chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck. Duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, duck, duck, chicken, chicken, duck, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken. Whoa. You do a clap. Duck, duck, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, chicken, chicken, monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck. Chicken, 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 monkey, monkey, chicken, monkey, duck, 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 goose. I'm Caleb Colby from Indeed Podcast, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. 
We'd like to do a couple of short tributes for you now. First one is, um, we, we, we do these for a reason, because even though we're, we're, we're a comedy band, we feel the music underneath has to be good. Um, so for that reason, we're honoring just a couple of the musicians that have inspired us for our entire lives. This first one is called, If James Taylor Were On Fire. Somebody please, won't you get me a fire extinguisher And put me out I can't stand the heat Though I've seen fire and rain I can do with a little less fire Thank you. Just one more short tribute. This is if Bob Dylan were hiding at the bottom of a well. I'm just sitting here hiding at the bottom of a well. And I ain't coming out. To VTW 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 Productions 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 Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Versus the World Radio Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio VTW Productions Dot com Daxa has game stuff to talk about because she has had time on her hands. I have had a lot of time on my hands, yes. Hit us with your game times. Well, um, I've been getting a lot of emails from Brady Games um, because uh, I, I'm assuming packs. Yeah, and, um, most likely candidate. Most, most likely. And they're, um, you know, they do the apps for the different games. And then we've also been getting emails from people, emails from people who do, um, who do the strategy guides. So... I really wanted to play Dead Island. One of our listeners said, you've got to play Dead Island. So I played Dead Island. I was two-thirds of the way through, and I got caught in this weird looping thing where I would die, and I had 10 seconds to get somewhere, but I couldn't get there in 10 seconds because it was across the entire island. What am I doing wrong? So I had to scrap my game. So basically, it lets you restart with your character at the same level, but you don't get anything you've done. You don't get any of the quests you've done. You don't get any of the items you've gotten. And Brady app, uh, Brady Games put out this awesome app for the iPad where you could like click off all the <laughs> the and stuff this, you this, had done. This, 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 you know, this. oh, I've gotten that tape. I've gotten that tape. I've gotten that tape. And so I played that, and I was so mad at it that I just like I, I stopped playing it for a while. So then, um. um I wasn't going to be able to do a lot of playing, so I I had Grail get um, the what is it Arkham City that just came out the mm-hmm. Batman game Arkham City, which is gorgeous by the way. And we also did receive a free um, strategy guide, beautiful and very necessary because it is crazy the way Batman fights. I mean, the 
I'll put it like this. When yeah. we went to PAX and I got to play Star Wars and I got to be, you know, and they, they make you do these quests and I was like, screw the quests. I'm beating things up with my lightsaber, right. basically. That lightsaber fight mm-hmm. amazed me so much. That's exactly how Batman fights, okay. but like real without Batman, a, without, without, without lightsabers, yeah. but with his kicks and his, his beating two to three foes at a time and banging their heads together and using their his leg on one and his fist on the other. I'm and Batman. Oh, it's so good. I am the bleep bleep Batman. Yeah. So at, um, Grail is not allowed to play that unless I'm around because that's the game that... that I you know he we were we started playing so I could at least watch it while he was playing it so I couldn't move too much, so he was doing that and that is an amazing game and Brady Games also made a an app for that which was really really good so I highly suggest the apps are two bucks guys and if you're completionists like Noam and I are <laughs> they are so helpful like so helpful, and then of course my wonderful wonderful husband Grail bought me a little DS. A DS XL, see, it's and he filled it up with really, really neat games. So I've been playing a lot of like cooking games. I've been making sushi. I've been making cake. You playing Sushi Mama? I it doesn't have Sushi Mama, but it has like this other sushi something game in here that I've been playing a, a bit. Only Nintendo could make a sushi game compelling. Dude, it's really cool. How? How? That's that should be impossible, and yet. <laughs> It prints money. It is really cool. And then like Wedding Dash and like this uh, virtual, um, what's it called? It's you basically, you're operating on people. Okay. A trauma center. Trauma center is okay. what it's called. My one issue with trauma center is like I can, okay, I heal, you know, I cut off all the the blood so it's not leaking. I clean up all the blood. Everything's going great. I stitch the man up. Okay. All you have to do is put gauze on the wound. <laughs> okay? The last thing is put gauze on the wound. And now at this point, I'm thinking, does it really matter if you gauze the men head to toe? Who gives a damn as long as the gauze is on the wound, right? Mm-hmm. And no, it, no. It has to be a certain size. It takes me so long to put that gauze on the wound because it's not the exact size that they want it to be that it's driving me nuts. You, so, so your patient dies because you did not apply the gauze correctly. Correctly at the end. I mean, the guy saved and everything. It's just mm-hmm. the gauze. So but, uh, th- I can imagine in real life when I mean, you put the gauze on cricket, walk out of the room, and then there's blood flying Fla- across every- the room. Of course, weird. You didn't put the gauze on, did you? Oh God! <laughs> code blue, code blue. So that's cricket gauze, cricket gauze, <laughs> room three. So that's been my my detriment. So then I said, fine. So I went back to Dead Island. I played back two-thirds of the way, got all my stuff back. Okay. My game gets corrupted, and now oh. it's no longer playing. So you know what I did? I made Aridin play it. Ah, uh, yes. Aridin's yeah. getting me back to the point where I was, and then I will play it again. Yes, kids. Grow up, have a career, have a child, so you can use them as video game <laughs> slave labor. <laughs> or as we prefer to refer to it, indentured servitude. Sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> Who, hey, by the way, can... Have you tr- seen how expensive it is to raise a kid these days? I think a little indentured servitude might I've be in seen order. I up close and personal. <laughs> yes. Oh, and it's going to get worse. Aridin is 15. He can drive now. No, he can't. He Lies. Can- you're, no, Wait, you're, make, you're making that up. He can take driver's ed now. No. Yeah. No. Just let me know when I need to be off. The How street. horrible is that? Though I was I was listening to some of the shows over on the Twit Network. 
because I had lots of driving recently, and <laughs> their one of their big sponsors is Ford because Ford is going into technology really big in their next round of vehicles. Mm-hmm. And one of the features they were talking about is a feature called MyKey, where the keys either have RFID or near-field communication chips in them, mm-hmm. and you can change what the car will do depending on whose key is in the ignition. So you can say, when this key is here, no restrictions. When this key is here... No, top, going over 50. <laughs> top speed can be limited. Wow, that's awesome. The maximum volume on the stereo or whether the stereo can be used at all can be limited. <laughs> there are pressure sensors in the seats that says the vehicle will not move if someone is sitting in anything but the driver's seat. So you can say, you don't get to drive your friends anywhere. You can drive yourself in this vehicle and you can make the car not work if there's somebody sitting in the seat. So I'm like, I like that. I was going to say, I think we know what uh, Texas next I'm car like, is going to be. Because, you know, when I was 15, I had a Camaro, and a Camaro seats, what, four people? Comfortably. What was your maximum? Well, not even comfortably. Yeah, I was a cheerleader. There was never four people in my car, ever. There was That car was packed to mm-hmm. the rim with people. There could have been really, really bad. Bad consequences. Bad. Mm-hmm. I was very lucky. Yeah. See, that's the thing about you know, when, you're, when you're a parent and you're looking at what, okay, what's my kid going to do at 15 when he can drive a car and you think back, okay, what did I do? Oh, my God. God. No. <laughs> no. Don't let them do it. Oh, yeah. And so systems like God. Mikey come into play where you have some engineers out there who have, have kids have, now yeah, and remember themselves. Kids, oh, yeah. God, no, we got to work on this. Stop them. Stop them. Stop we them. Have the kill themselves. And we, have, and we have the technology. We to can do. not yes. have to rebuild them. Nemesis yet. is not. Nemesis is not what? Driving at 15. Oh, God, no. Not a snowball's chance in Hades. Just, no. Me, we'll just say that right now. Aerodin is, is pretty good. It's not like he's like super excited to drive. I think it's because he's 15 and he feels like that's what the next step is. Mm-hmm. He was really good. Like I think um, Grail talked about this when we dropped him off at that uh, Devastation. He went to the Devastation conference all on his own. And he was there for two days all on his own. He did some great pictures. He was so cute because there's video where he's like... This is Aridan, and I'm from CH uh, CH uh, Production or VTW Productions dot com. I'm at the Devastation, and he's going on. He's so mm-hmm. cute. He's like trying to get us content. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did get us a little bit of content. Not I mean, mostly put up the pictures and none of the video, but he um, there were some really good, you know, some really good local um, control. Like, customize your controllers, people mm-hmm. there. Um, of course, the games were really neat. Customize your Xboxes. So he he's a pretty, you know, he's a pretty level-headed kid. I think he'll be okay driving. But I wasn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I can remember some of the things that Nelwise and I did when we were that age. And we weren't really all that crazy. No, we weren't. We did our fair share of stupid stuff. But I trashed five cars in a month. You made up for us. Yes, you did. And I totaled, your DNA is in there. I totaled four, f- totaled four and crashed five in you, one month. You killed a car that you could only kill by hitting its soft underbelly, mm-hmm. and you found a way. Yep. That thing was a, that thing was a land barge Sherman tank, mm-hmm. and you scraped out the soft underside. Yes, it was a 1983 Mercury Grand Marquis. Oh. You don't drive yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pilot it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was huge. Um, so I drove it over a median and ripped the bottom out of it. Nice. I remember when you did that. I never did anything to my cars, 
But I, I lived... did everything to my parents' cars. None of these were mine. <laughs> I lived at Juarez when Juarez was cool to go to. Mm. So, well, not in Juarez, but I lived in El Paso, which means, you know, you walk 10, right. you know, right. 10 feet and you're in Juarez. Mm-hmm. This was before massacres and stuff when you could go and drink at age whatever at Juarez. Right. Um, and then you drove home. So a lot of that was really unsmart. You know? mm-hmm. like, <laughs> really not smart. Your decision-making capacities are not fully ripened at that stage of your life. Well, I never – my car – I loved my car, so I never drove home drunk in my car. <laughs> <laughs> that was not going to happen. So it was all your friends' cars that bra- you were driving It was home a brand in. new car. I, there, that yeah. was going to crash a my new car. car. <laughs> Woo, anyway. So, but yeah, so, you know, it's, it's the technologies. That's kind of neat technology. I, would, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind it. Okay, coming back from that tangent, you were talking about video games. Yeah, where, oh, where, right. Where have we right. tangented from there? We tangented video games. So, Aridin is He's now playing, playing my, my, Dead Island. my Dead Island until he gets it to where it's supposed to be because I'm, I'm through with that. Um, and then, of course, they, they have just gotten the, what two new games just came out Metal Gear and um, the other shooter. Oh, Jesus. The battlefield battlefield three. Yeah. Oh my god they've been playing the living daylights out of that both of them so now mm-hmm. i've decided that we need mm-hmm. three xboxes <laughs> of course because i can only sit well for a while i could only sit in a certain place so i couldn't go downstairs right. so what we did is for Aridan's birthday we bought him a big tv and we okay. moved his xbox up to his room okay mm. now do we have the xbox upstairs in the game room which is usually the one i play on or grill plays on He's getting one going downstairs because I'm done. They're always on those stupid things and I can't ever play. So, well, I mean, the holidays are approaching here. Just, you know, despite the fact that all the evil retailers, the day of Halloween already had the Christmas. I saw stuff before Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I kind of refuse to participate. Me too. And the, but the, whatever their holiday packages this year for the Xbox should be emerging soon. So you'll be able to see if there's a, a smoking deal to be had. I know there's a smoking deal right now going on with the um, PlayStation 3 bundle. I saw, I saw that. And it's everywhere. So you can get that PlayStation 3 bundle. That's the which new is thin PlayStation 3. Two games. I think yep. it's like Fable 3 and something else. And yeah, so there's that going on. And Aridan will get that. But I, yeah, we need a third Xbox. We just, we, we just can't. We can't live this way. <laughs> you're you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm sitting here staring at her, thinking I don't have an Xbox. Do you so totally need an Xbox? You can imagine. You can't. Well, imagine. I have an original Xbox. Yeah. yeah. I do not, not have not a, a 360. I do, I do not have a. 360. Oh, you need a 360. You could play with on with yeah with the guys. Like they play every night for like an hour. Oh, Every night with, um, you know how one of uh, our friend's brothers is in Florida? Yeah. They play with him every night. Oh, do they? Yeah. It was, it's fun. Well, it's fun my watching My only problem them. is they don't is they don't have a Mech Assault for the 360. Because they never that was that? No, they did that, not. Mech Assault was, was awesome. Oh, I played Mech Assault till it was blue in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was right after. I remember I, that. I really that was right sucked. after I got. That was right after I got activated and deactivated for the first time, mm-hmm. and I had like a month and a half of leave to take, and I took it and didn't work, and I played Mech Assault for hours. Mm-hmm. You'd always play the Scout class mechs, and, and no, actually, I played. Well, I played a. It was a. It was a heavy, but it had twin gas rifles. And 
boom, headshot. I used, I, to, I used to play. They had a thing that was called. I, I forget what it, what it was. There, it was basically it was tag, mm-hmm. and you were it. When you killed the person who was it, you became it. Got and that was the only way you could score points was making kills while, while you, you were, were it. it. So I had really good spatial awareness in that game. Because I always knew who was smoking, and so as soon as I killed somebody who was it from like, and my specialty was killing people from across the board with Gauss ah. rifles, with Gauss, with twin Gauss rifles in this in this Timberwolf that I piloted, and and so I would know where everybody else was at all times and who was smoking and who was very heavily damaged because then I would kill them and I'd make I I'd kill it and then I the first person I'd kill would be the other person yeah, yeah, and I was damaged. really good was just lucky but I seemed to be really good at killing them. When they were standing next to like four other people, <laughs> because tap, if you tap, because tap, if tap, they tap. exploded and you were standing new, too close to them, you did damage to everybody else, and you had all super power ups when you were it. So I had these Gauss rifles that were like super powerful, and they made a certain sound that I just loved to hear. It was this very deep bass, <laughs> and it was just a there was this sound boom, that I really boom, boom. Oh yeah, and I blow up everybody. And for a while, I was ranked on the on mm-hmm. the boards. In the top, they had a top 100, and for a while, I played every day just so I could be in on those top boards. It was awesome. Sound is important in games. Oh my god, sound in Dead yeah. Island mm-hmm. freaks me out. You can hear the zombies coming, and you can hear the ones that are the suiciders, and they explode basically. And they're just you can hear them going, Help me, Uh-oh. like from really far away. <laughs> and you're like, oh, where are they? They're gonna blow me up. Where are they? And I mean, sound well, is way. I'm important. sorry. The sound in Bioshock alone. Awesome. awesome. Oh <laughs> my lord! You're wor- working through that game, and you, that that woman, yeah. whoever oh, they yeah. got to <laughs> do this insane woman's voice, she's and she's good. talking to you, and she's got this. I can't wait to put the knife in you. Yeah. And spit out. <laughs> oh my god! Watch your warm blood and I mean, it's just like, and you're just. This is the creepiest thing I have ever been in the middle of. <laughs> and you hear her, like, randomly yeah. through the game. Yep. And you're like, who the hell is that crazy witch? You know? And she's like, you know you're going to run into her at some point. <laughs> it's like... And you're looking for her, and it makes you freak yeah. out, right? Yeah. It makes you look around and you're figure like, out where, where she's it, at. Where is she? I love the yeah. sound in... in, in that I, game was great. The sound in, in Dead Island is creepy as hell. I mean, yeah, so it's a very, very good important. sound design. Very, yeah. very important. Sound design in the video games. Did we uh, check the thread at all for today? The, oh, heck yeah. The boards? Oh, there yeah. are many, yes. many things. I'll first give credit. Uh, we'll do some more of this next segment as well. Because uh, that'll be our last segment. Yeah, because yeah. Emperor yeah. is already in the IRC saying, my time is coming. <laughs> the stream will be ours. Yes. And then. Yeah, hold your horses, dude. You got 33 minutes and Sorry, 50, Dex has been gone for a while. She's counting. talked a lot today. I'll be uh, quiet. Okay. <laughs> it is all good, but. Not a problem. <laughs> this week's thread from. Uh, started by Deus Ex. This is the Seven Skies H3 edition. Contributors include Deus Ex, Aid, Fangs with a Z, because that's what makes it awesome, Silmall. Lots of pictures. Good lord. <clears throat> oh yes. Thank you for posting in here so I can say your name. Boba Fetish. <laughs> and Sean Caster and more from Boba Fetish. Thank you. Thank you, our all volunteer research team. You can find them as a sub board or a child board of the Casually Hardcore board on the Versus the World forums, where if you are not participating, you should be because they are an awesome community and we love them. 
If you want to participate in the research thread by contributing links of nerdy things you think we need to discuss each week, send a personal message to me, GnomeWise, on the forums, and I will get you added to the list of people who are allowed to post to that thread. The rest of you can merely read the thread, and so it functions as good show notes. Anything we've discussed uh, link-wise will always be represented there. Barry VA is always great about publishing a summary uh, show notes at the end of each week's thread. So if you were wondering about something we talked about and you want to go find the link, go to the forums and look at the bottom of that week's thread, and Barry will always have a summary there for you because he rocks as a producer. Because oh, that's his yeah. job. Air quotes, job. <laughs> yes, this is the all-volunteer organization job. of awesome people that do all this stuff for us for no uh, compensation Job. other than you know shout outs so thank you guys <laughs> and from the research thread one that caught my attention from mashable.com here's a indication of the way media is changing and channels and celebrities say hello to the new youtube youtube a google property is now moving into the realm of original content creation. Yes, kids, television <coughs> is becoming even less relevant because you'll be able to get your dose of whatever niche market type of originally con uh, created content via YouTube. Available on your Android, Android tablets, iPhones, iPads, and computers around the world, and you don't need your cable TV company for it at all. So this is a kind of a shot across the bow of hmm. regular content distribution. Remember we were talking earlier about Mr. Joss Whedon and his right. waving his finger at the establishment. Well, here's another one saying, hey. Which finger was he waving? I ain't saying. <laughs> um, so from Mashable.com, YouTube is partnering with Ashton Kutcher, Amy Poehler, Shaq, IGN, The Wall Street Journal, and dozens of others to launch a slew. Yes, they use the word slew in an actual published article of premium video channels. The channels which have been in the works for months are a big and risky play to get premium content onto its servers. Google, YouTube's owner, is reportedly spending $100 million to secure the deals for its original channels. So they are not screwing around. So the changing face wow. of entertainment uh, moves forward one peg and something like the reality of an Apple television where you all you care about is having a good fat internet pipe and uh, we were talking about Netflix streaming. Well, yeah. This is another version of that for brand new and original content without relying on a cable TV station. So they're shaking it up. It's getting interesting out there, Very kids. Very interesting. Now, what's interesting about that, too, is they've done things like The Onion. Mm -hmm. um, they're putting on there, um, as well as Ted and Lionsgate. Mm -hmm. um, a is, traditional production company is it, moving into this kind of thing. Is one time. of their partners. Yeah. Um, that are helping to seed the content. And it was so, it, it's really looking very interesting. It's going to have to watch it and see where it goes because well, that's neat. There have been rumors and rumblings about Netflix also canvassing for original content, basically TV series produced and only available on Netflix. Oh. Hmm. And the idea, I mean, it should be a wonderful place where shows like, I don't know, Dollhouse and Firefly and the like, where. They no longer get the ratings that will make the big three networks happy to keep them on the air. Yeah. They could find another home here where if they have a big enough cult following or a big enough niche audience where, okay, it's not 14 million viewers, but it's 3 million viewers, that's still an awful lot of people yeah. that you can approach an advertiser and say, hey, 
how would you like to you know advertise to this demographic, whatever demographic wedge it is, and reach you know four million people a week and give us this modest amount of money and it's enough to keep our show on the air on Netflix or on Hulu. Yeah. This model I think can totally work and I hope it does because we'll be able to get really narrowly targeted types of shows that are you know if you like space opera. You know, Battlestar Galactica-style space dogfights and that kind of thing. There'll be shows for you. Yeah. And it won't have to be a massive commercial success on NBC, ABC, CBS, or one of the big uh, cable channels. You'll be able to get your dose through the Internet, and everyone will make money, and we'll have entertaining stuff to watch, and lots of it. And I don't mean sci-fi channel movie of the week. I have 20 bucks. You have 20 bucks. Let's make a Mega Shark versus Ultra Crocodile thing. Right. I mean, good like stuff. Like real movies. Like yeah. all the stuff yeah. we've been complaining that has like, been going. Like Dollhouse and Dresden Files and... Mad you know, Men and, yeah, and all kinds and all of, kinds of, of really? amazing stuff. Well, Mad Men was a good example of how that was kind of breaking the mold where one of the basic cable channels, AMC, yeah. branched out and started making... Because American movie classics used to just play classic mm. movies. Right. And they branched out into creating original content for themselves. This right. is moving in another step where there's no TV network at all. It is internet right. delivery... Only. Only, yep. And I wish them all the success in the world. Me too. That would be fabulous. Because I, I want more imagine. choices. Which brings yep. us handily to our final break of this week's episode of Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. You've heard me say that many times, and you will hear me many times again. We shall return right after one of the better songs from the uh, new Jonathan Colton album, Artificial Heart. It is of moment to us here because it is entitled Nemesis. Mm. We'll be back right after this. It's an amazing smile Even the suit has teeth Everything flash and guile Nothing underneath Except a small black heart that no one sees but me I've been watching, I can see you start to wonder Could it be that you need me to keep you out, to run you faster Promise me you'll let me be the one The worst of all your enemies Pretending you're a friend to me Say that we'll be
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VGWProductions.com. We got the emails. We got the research thread. Who wants to pull the trigger first, or shall I go? Uh, you can go, because I don't know. I haven't been here for a while, so I don't know what you've read and haven't read. All right. The so. email server's been flaky, so it's a little weird in there. Okay. Had a little slight CPU overheating issue, and it made some very interesting odors, uh, none of which you really want to smell coming out of your <laughs> server closet. Yeah, and there was a bunch of spam in there, too. <laughs> yeah, that stinks, too. Uh, none of which was interesting to read, unfortunately. So there have been a, a, a kind of some interesting things. The, the FBI has classified Second Life. Um, and uh, Juggalos, which are gangster clowns, um, as a gang. Well, they're fans of the, and I use this word loosely, band, Insane Clown Posse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're actually a rap group that paints their faces. And, right. Yeah. They've classified fans of the Detroit-based hip-hop band Insane Clown Posse, who call themselves Juggalos and paint their faces like their heroes, as a violent, fast-growing gang worth monitoring. So... Uh, something near and dear to my heart. That was an interesting one to me. From Robert Llewellyn's blog. Uh, new series of the British television series Red Dwarf. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I knew you'd be interested in that. Durr. Mm-hmm. Um, they, well, they did their um, Back to Earth special, and apparently it was the highest, most viewed show on Dave, which is one of their tertiary networks over mm-hmm. there, ever, and blew away their predictions and said, huh. Apparently, there's some pent-up interest in the good old Red Dwarf. And so, from Robert Lone's blog here, that's right, you read correctly, there is to be a new series of Red Dwarf. Not a one-off, not a Christmas special, a new six-part series written by, written and directed by Doug Naylor. I have not read any scripts yet, but even if I had, I would not divulge the contents. And who will be in it? All I know is the Fab Four are all ta- taking part. Cat, Lister, Crichton, and Rimmer. And it will be recorded in front of a live audience like they used to do in the series. And they're getting ready to record two episodes even before Christmas and four more in the new year. So it is a real deal. Now, as in typical BBC fashion, what they call a series, in this case, can be a variable length. But they're uniformly short of, shorter than the 22 or so that Americans call a, 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 a season. Yeah. Uh, they're doing six. But, hell, I'll take it because that's six episodes of Red Dwarf that, that did not you, have before. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully they will recapture their, uh, their stride in writing and... Because there's been some variability to the series over the years, but I'll take it. <laughs> so I was looking at the thread. Bring it. I saw a couple of different things, but I'll start with one. First was the homemade wrist-mounted crossbow. Thank you, Boba Fetish. So I was reading <laughs> that, and it's about a hobbyist who builds a wrist-mounted laser-sided crossbow that actually looks very well done. I'm very impressed. However, what caught my eye was the link. This is off of gizmag.com was the link on that page at the top left corner that says, device that harvests water from thin air wins the James Dyson Award. And I took one look at it, and it's a very small picture, thumbnail picture, of the device and the inventor standing next to it. And I went, oh, my God, evaporators from Star Wars. Moisture evaporators. So I clicked on it, and that's exactly what it is. And the start of the article is, young Melbourne-based inventor Edward Lineker has won a 2011 James Dyson Award, making it the second year in a row where the prestigious prize has gone to an Aussie. Lineker stole this year's competition with his airdrop irrigation concept that collects water from thin air, basically. And the funny thing about it is the guy's a design graduate. It's not like he's an engineer, which I thought was really interesting. So um, he was driven to transform an ancient cooling technique into a new subsurface irrigation system following the enduring Australian drought. 
that saw high levels of farmer suicide along Australia's Murray-Darling Basin. And apparently the way this thing works is it uses a turbine intake system. It takes air and channels it down into through a network of piping that quickly cools the air to soil temperature. So it's partially underground. Mm Mm-hmm. And this process creates an environment of 100% humidity from which water is then harvested. That's awesome. The collected water is stored in an underground tank ready to be pumped out via subsurface drip irrigation hosing. Which, and it features all kind, you know, an LED uh, screen displaying water levels, pressure strength, solar battery life, and all that stuff. He says he made one in the backyard at his mom's house. Mom. <laughs> that was creating about a liter of water a day. Which, depending on wow. the climate that you're in, like... Us who live in the desert southwest, that's pretty freaking impressive. That's really and if you cool. upscale that, um, that's really cool. And he says it's it's a low-tech solution that's perfect for rural farmers. That's something that I could very easily see coming here because we do have a lot of farms around here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is really kind of neat. And especially if it's as low-tech as they say it is, I'm like, Wow. It was kind of, I, I read it and kind of had one of those, wow, the future just got here kind of moments. Because back when Star Wars first came out, mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that, ooh, evaporators, hey, that's really, you know, whatever. But at the same time, it's kind of one of those things where you look at it and go, mm, wish I'd thought of that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> either way, that was, I thought that was very cool. He's a designer. He's a technology designer. Yes, which I was very impressed with that. I would have thought that would have come from some kind of an engineer or something like that. that that's interesting because the, the division between technician and, and engineer can be very significant in professional life. Right. To the point where I was listening to an interview of one of the four or five people that was at, at Apple Computer in the very early days where he was there in the garage helping to assemble Apple Ones as a tech for like three seventy five an hour. Mm-hmm. Then went off to finish his degree and came back in time to help them hire the original 12 people um, that made up the team that started the Apple II. Fast forward to when they were doing the IPO and they drew the line at engineer. If you're an engineer, you get stock options. If you're a below technician. an engineer, you don't. Right. And... The, the fairness of that is arguable, but apparently that's that's the norm in like Silicon Valley is technicians are really looked down upon as a, a dime a dozen. Right. And it's always been, this this particular guy's story has always been held up as the this was not right and should not have happened. This right. guy was there helped keep this tiny little company that turned into this huge thing rolling in its most difficult times, and mm-hmm. everyone he worked with became millionaires. Mm-hmm. But he did and not. He did not. Because he was that's, just a technician. Right. It's not nice. That doesn't feel very nice. No, it does But that's, that reveals kind of the attitude towards it. Oh, you know, he's just a designer. He's just a technician. He's not, an, he's not a real engineer. He's not a right. real... You know, he didn't really make things, and yet off he went and made a freaking Star Wars moisture evaporator that works really well. We, yes. we use the phrase... People have got to be really careful. We use the phrase engineer mm-hmm. really, really loosely in our society, and we give a lot of people engineering titles... Um, when most times when you talk about an engineer, you're really talking about someone who needs a license to practice like a lawyer or a doctor. You have to be licensed to practice in the state that you're in and you have to go pass those tests and do your years of service in order to be able to do that. Um, there are the, it's different in technology realms you, there are most technology realms don't require a license to practice. 
And so the difference between a technician and an engineer is very less. It's very gray. Yeah, well, this was this was um, in the framework of how Apple defined things. Right, their job descriptions, right. which is a different thing mm-hmm. than the concept of license to practice. And so I, I just I always find myself in this really interesting place because the more and more that technology and software development moves into infrastructure and moves into we use software to control our nuclear power stations. We use mm-hmm. software to completely integrated software to control our power grids and our water grids and everything else. The more it affects infrastructure in people's lives, the more you probably will get to the point where you need a license to practice. Mm-hmm. And then there will be a difference mm-hmm. between an engineer and a, te- and a technician. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But really, until that point in time, guy got screwed. You yeah. know, that's... R- oh, absolutely. Kidding me? So... Next victim? Uh, I don't... Were you going to read that letter about... Yeah, uh, I was going to read something else first. Go for it. Another thing that Boba Fett us, okay. sent us was, last one leaving Azeroth, please shut down the server while it loses two million subs. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, but they're only down to 10.3 million from 12 million. Mm-hmm. They're still doing rather they're well. They're still I don't, I don't doing feel okay. Bad for Blizzard. No, I don't either. So I was looking at this, and this is between, they had 800,000 players leave between July and September. Right. And, and this is a sharp comp- decline compared to October last year when the game reached a, a peak of 12 million users. And they go in to talk to CEO Blizzard Mike Morham about the whole thing. And there's a million different reasons. I'm sure there's, let's see, two million different reasons as to why peop- everybody left. Mm-hmm. But I was also looking in our inbox for Casually Hardcore and found a letter that says, Why All the Wow Hate? Now, yeah. I'll admit that I haven't been here a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So I read this kind of, whoa, what is this? This is kind of, we don't get emails like this very often. Mm-hmm. I welcome them when they, when we do and i don't really have a problem with it but i was kind of like it jumped out at you it jumped out at me yeah and i was like well why did we get this so i'm gonna read it it. um this is from gildina moonkin earth and ring and it says dear ch crew i've been a loyal listener to your podcast i originally found you because you were a wow podcast but near the end of wrath yes there was not much to talk about and i enjoyed the geek culture stuff that filled the show and i always enjoyed the banter i even rolled a copy of my main on ice crown and joined your alliance fan guild leveled to northrend and eventually did a server transfer because i couldn't bring myself to level 77 on a land mod again mm-hmm. that has changed now i still enjoy wow and i'm far from a kid a few months ago you were talking about one of you celebrating your 40th birthday and the fact that that was old my 50th was this past may his not mine <laughs> Happy make, birthday. Let's make that Belated. Clip. Yeah, really. I am a, a lot of belated birthdays. Right <laughs> I am a wrath baby, so maybe I don't know what WoW should be, but you talk about how easy it is now. I just leveled a mage to 85 this week, and yes, the heroics are easy, but I have Justice Boots and Valor Bracers that I bought with my main, as well as other advantages I didn't have when I dinged 85 for the first time close to a year ago. But when you finally got the gear for heroics, when everyone was seeing them, I found them hard. My Raid team the first night went to BWD. Didn't even make it to Magma because we couldn't get past the trash. We now have progressed through Firelands and killed Ragnaros. My point being, how much of this content have you experienced or are you just reading the forums? More on that in a minute. The nerf bat did make a notable difference when it hit Firelands. I forgot what boss it was, but the night before we wiped on him repeatedly and one-shot it after the nerf. At one time, you were at the top of my list of podcasts to listen to, but now I find you nearing the bottom. Some weeks never get listened to. So, and this is your one-time faithful listener, Gildina Moonkin, Earthenring. 
So I have a couple of issues with this email. Number one, I wasn't sure, and I, I had read this before the show and read this to everybody else before the show and thought, okay, did I miss something? Did we hate on WoW all of a sudden? I understand that there's a lot of us that aren't playing it anymore, mm-hmm. but I understand that it's also for various reasons. I still have an account that I'm, at this point, as far as I'm concerned, wasting 15 bucks a month on or fifteen ninety nine or whatever it is, because I never play it. I use it more to keep in trouble or keep in tr- in touch with some people that I. I like, that's, keep, I like keep in trouble better. Right. I keep in trouble. That's, well, I am a rogue <laughs> after all. <laughs> keep in touch with some people that I don't really have any other way to keep in touch with. Right. Um, we've, I think, exper- experienced a fair amount of the content. A little more than that, actually. Oh, yeah. To get back to this. And I'll tell you right now, I don't read the forum because the forums are filled with, okay, there's no kids in the room, assholes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. I've uh, never so, read the no, forums. So, no, Gildina, I don't read the forums because it's the same reason that I don't watch the local or national news because they anger me and depress me and I don't feel like going through life like that. Um, I don't think we hate. I, I know for a fact that I have a certain lovely young woman who takes up a great deal of my time. And I would much, yes, she's waving at me as she's chasing around our nemesis. Um, I have been spending more time with her. You guys obviously have a second child. That changes things a lot. Grill and I left for personal reasons. We and just there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I I just, I just strongly disliked the last set of changes that basically pushed me over the edge to leave. Right. So the last thing we would have talked about that the, uh, this is probably in response to was the set of changes that included the removal of threat of the, of the threat and I mechanism. Had, and I had no idea that that had been removed because I haven't been paying attention since, oh, I don't know, January. And to me, that was... I mean, I play tanking classes very deliberately. Right. Because mm-hmm. when going after some of the more challenging content, I enjoyed the role of tanking. And, and pulling the, all that the, aggro. The big deal about tanking was... Yes, stack your gear and, and all that yeah, stuff, but, and, but it was all about keeping the mob on you. And that was one of the things that I liked about playing a rogue, because I got to skate the very fine mm-hmm. edge. Yes. And it'd be, okay, right on. No <laughs> longer I got to skate the fine edge of, am I pulling too much? And you guys yeah. know how much DPS I did yeah. when I was still playing. And, and Grail was the same way. Yep. I loved doing that. To me, that was living dangerously, and I was courting a huge element of risk, because mm-hmm. if I... Overdid it, I got stomped on. Mm-hmm. It was instant death, especially <laughs> yeah. when we were raiding. But I love just skating that fine edge of, okay, how much can I push it? And, oh. and how much would that lead to your feeling of satisfaction? Oh, very much, very much yeah, so, a great deal. Absolutely. And to me, that was the deal killer of, I won't feel a sense of accomplishment right. anymore. And that was the fun part of the game for me. Yeah, uh, and I to, to make me fe- to make me feel like and it's, I'd actually and it's done not, something. And it's not necessarily that these are bad things or that we're hating on WoW. It's just the game has changed and we have changed. I played this game mm-hmm. for six years. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. I've played this game since the beginning. I mean, I think I got into the game a month after it started. So not quite the beginning, but long enough for my purposes or for the purposes of the argument. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing with this is, Gildina, I'm sorry that you don't feel that that we're falling down the bottom of your podcast, but I, I'm we became a non WoW podcast, right? Yeah. And we're yeah. more a Tectal, and I'm sorry it happened that way, but that's the way it worked out. Life goes uh, yeah. on. Yeah, we're you kind know of what? General listen to what you want. Yeah, to listen if you want to listen, if you don't want to listen to us, 
I know this is harsh, and I know this sounds rude as hell, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Well, and we also had, I think WoW took up a ton of our time, and I... Well, and Grail are huge gamers, and we love. Oh my gosh, all you guys are gigantic gamers. Right. Games. I thought I was right. big until I met you guys. So we yeah. we didn't have time to play any of these other games we're playing. We didn't have time to do our role playing, which you know, role. Well, that's we a big deal with you guys. Yeah. Dwarf porn. Yeah. No, yeah. No, elf porn. Uh, by the way, porn. he's dead. Yeah. He died. How did he die? Was, oh, he, was he distracted? He shot by... somebody in the face. Okay. And it apparently was the wrong that, somebody. I was going to say, apparently that somebody yeah. didn't appreciate it. Yeah. So. so that's where it is. Yeah. yeah. Things have changed. And yeah, we started out as a wild podcast and that got us off the ground. But mm-hmm. that's not quite so much. It's, yeah. it's a topic that you, you run out of. Right. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't develop quickly enough to sustain. Well, especially when you've got five hosts and I'm the only one still in the game. Yeah. yeah that loses. <laughs> and I haven't really played actively for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to clarify... Not, I'm not going to be able to hold up a conversation. Not hating that. on WoW. Nope. No, no, not, not really. saying the whole game sucks. There were aspects of it that I loved WoW. Loved. Oh yeah. There were aspects of it. I will that, still that, that drove yes. me away from I it. I will still look back fondly on that game. I yes. just. I may don't. return someday if if, right. if, if Mist of Pandera ships and it's God's gift to MMO. Or there's you some never compelling, know. You never know. Right. Star Wars: The Old Republic just tanks Might and tank. when we yep. need, and then yeah. it turns yeah, out we'll that wow was we'll the need best. S- We'll need, we'll need something to play until Guild Wars 2 comes exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Details, details. So you never know. Yeah. We may return. It's just a wow for each and each. Each of us has an individual reason for just not uh, being as into it as we used to be. Yeah. Yes. Which was, but everybody, I, still everybody feel, I still have fond memories of everyone I met in WoW. And you were dragged kicking and screaming And I it. was dragged kicking and screaming Why can't into you all it. play Warhammer? Yeah. Yeah, I really liked Warhammer. <laughs> but, you know, so everything everything has an end, and it could all have a new beginning. You never know. This, well, this, this is the life cycle of the MMO. And, mm-hmm. and yes, it is, because EverQuest went through the same thing. And uh, EverQuest <laughs> endures to this day. It does, yes. You're we always s- going to have those hardcore They're fans. going free to play. We we started playing that Project 1999. Oh, my God. I remember why I used to be so pissed off at EverQuest all the time. Did you really? <laughs> I, within 10 minutes, I, I lost could, my body twice. <laughs> I could never make money in that damn game. I know. I always had unless, to give you money. Unless people were, you know, putting it on the ground and I was following it around. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, see, even EverQuest is a good example of that because... When they changed, and it was something very fundamental for me, because the original models, I played a troll. And I was very proud to play a troll. But Scratch Brigade. Right. You were a great because, troll. And I was a warrior. I was a tank. And I used to soak up all kinds of damage. And I could <laughs> semi... And they what had, a, the, the, the idle animation on the troll was... They'd, scra- scratch, they'd scratch their butts. It was hilarious. I, I was like, I'm so all over this. Because <laughs> it's a big old mangy troll. Right. It's a big, and it's it was in fat. Character. It yes. was fat, and he had the long nose and the floppy ears. Yeah. And I, I mean, and then they changed it into something that was tall and muscular, and I they and they lost me right when they did that. Yeah. I was like, I liked my old... I, they, identif- I didn't even you have identified with it. I Exactly. It was... <laughs> you, Gertha, was my inner troll. Mm-hmm. And I very well played, mu- sir. Well yes, played. well played, sir. Well played. And I very and I very much identified with that. And they lost me as soon as they did that. I was like, oh, I'm pretty much done. So and then and different it, things. And it just, are- yeah, and it's different things for people. I don't hate on on EverQuest. I had things about that game that I didn't like. I had <laughs> games about things about that game that I absolutely loved. And no, I can't talk today. But. I have very fond memories of playing because I played that game for two or three oh, years. That was that my game that too. was my entry into MMOs. Yeah, right there. And then 
World of Warcraft came out, and you know, and I, my ex roommate, loved EverQuest, but Pews, but Pews, yeah. When World of Warcraft came out, he was like, "I loved the graphics on it. I loved the way the character looks. Mm-hmm. I loved the way the world looked." And he didn't like it because it looked, quote, too cartoony. I think we've talked about That's this That's the same before. reason I didn't play it. Right. It looked yeah. too cartoony. It didn't look realistic enough. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I very happily went off, and he went off and was playing Guild Wars. You know, and I just Why didn't. more than one game exists? Right. And I just exactly. didn't like the way Guild Wars looked, but I loved the way, you know, and so I may go back in there and take some screenshots of my characters. So <laughs> to, to address the, put the, them writer, in the Put them in the file. Absolutely strong emotions about WoW and... I particularly have expressed disappointment and dismay with some of the changes that kind of ended it mm-hmm. for me. So I can see how you could leap to us hating on WoW. Don't hate it. Miss it. Miss the old way of playing yeah. when, when it did the things for me that I wanted from a game. But a mixture of them changing the game into something but, that, it, that, it is, that it once was and now is no longer and changes in my life. But part made. of that was about the environment, too, and the people who were playing at the time yes. and yes. who we were getting Absolutely. to know. And yes. there was a Absolutely. Huge, there was a huge... Um, kind of uh, just community of people that we were involved in who who were also all involved in the game. Yeah, and they kind of branched out and branched out literally and Literally everybody out, I like, knew, my all of my friends there was were, mass playing, exodus. were playing World of Warcraft. But also a note from the email, the fact that this person is a wrath baby and never experienced vanilla or right. Burning Crusade, that's significant because you really don't know what we're reacting to when we say the game is not now what it once was. Right. So I, I will call them out on that saying, you really don't know what we're talking about and there, and because there, you weren't there, right. man. And there really, <laughs> there's really nothing wrong with that. that not at all. I'm no. just saying his, his there's experience, more to it. His experience is what it is, right. just like our experience mm-hmm. is, is what, what it is. is. Exactly. I wasn't there for vanilla either, but I I still love the game. Oh, yeah. I just like and I said, nothing, you know, yeah, just, we're not saying you can't. It's I just your experience is different than mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I have time. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff. I, I, I want to well, I actually, I have time for other person, and I mean, I've been the president of my fly fishing club for the last since January, and yeah, that's taking up a lot of my time. Surprisingly enough, mm-hmm. no, unfortunately, not, not as much of it's been fishing. So. This too shall pass. Yes, it shall, and I'll get. Um, that's the goal for next year is to fish more. So, so thank you for the email. Sorry, yes. you probably won't be listening in the future. We wish you well, and check out all the other fine shows on the network. You may find something that you want to cuddle up with regularly very on much, your iPod. Very much so, because we got all manner of things. Speaking of which, coming up right now, live on Versus the World Radio. Our resident right wing nut job and his co-host, our resident left wing nut job. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I was going to say they balance each other, each other out nicely, but then I thought, no, matter and antimatter. They more sort of divide by zero. Yes. And we love listening to it because, damn, they're awesome. Emperor and Highlander are coming up next with The Emperor's Court. Send the kids away for this one, kids. Mature audiences only. And if you don't like people expressing strong opinions that may be counter to your own, uh, this may not be the show for you. But if it is a show for you, you will know it. Immediately. <laughs> so check them out. Coming up next, Emperor's Court. Listen to it now. Now? We will be back now. Are you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah, I'll actually be here. Awesome sauce. 
Yay! I plan on being here. Perhaps Grail will be over the plague at uh, that point. Uh, probably. Hopefully. Ooh, wow, a full crew. That would be... I was all rigged. I, I have the extra yes, equipment out. I was ready I for it. Because I, I got a text from Dax earlier in the week that said, am I actually going to see you at the show? Yes, actually you are. I went over to Guitar, guitar Center and got the replacement... Um, Oh, the fuzzy oh, thing. The pop shield, because one I'd, I'd lost one of them at Phoenix Comic Con. Yes, we had. And I was all ready for it, and then the bastard got sick. So yeah. send, oh, send well, my yes. hate his direction. I will. No, send him good vibes. Send him get better good vibes. Yes, we will send him thinking better thoughts. <laughs> we yes, want yes, you healthy and happy. Yes, manly stuff. I said, send the kids away from this one, kids. I am from the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> and you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versity World Radio. We'll be back next week. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa. I've been Gonora. And we, the hell, are... Out of here. That's my job. I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> No sex for you. Wait a second. Why am I, I punishing myself? I was yes, why say, are wait? you punishing yourself? <laughs> Out of here. Bye bye, radio people.